Now today's federal newscast, I'm Eric White. It's about time the federal community finally addresses challenges with its existing civil service system. In a new report as part of its ongoing look at civil service modernization, the National Academy of Public Administration says the community has been tinkering around the edges in recent years of the deeper challenges with the current system. Attorneys for President Donald Trump and Office of Personnel Management Director Jeff Pawn appeal a recent federal district court ruling which invalidated nine key provisions of the president's executive orders on collective bargaining and official time. The appeal includes all prior orders and decisions in the judge's ruling from late last month. About 500 employees at the Education Department should be back in their offices this morning after a power outage struck about half of the headquarters building. An education spokesperson confirms there was a mistake during the construction of the Dwight D. Eisenhower Memorial causing a power outage on the east side of Education's Lyndon Baines Johnson building. The impacted employees either worked in other parts of the building that weren't affected, worked in other education offices around the district, or teleworked. A former National Security Agency employee is sentenced five and a half years in prison for holding classified national defense information. The Justice Department says Nia Fa had vast amounts of highly classified information at his house without authorization. The documents were both paper and digital. Defense Secretary Jim Mattis says the jury is still out on whether women can perform successfully in infantry jobs. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more. Mattis told students at Virginia Military Institute that he's asked both the Army and Marine Corps for data that would show whether having women in a close quarters fight would help or hinder a military unit's performance. He says he wants to give female integration into infantry units every opportunity to succeed, but doesn't want to make personnel decisions that don't make sense militarily. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. The IRS and its watchdog office fault contractors for not doing more to mitigate a tax day systems glitch. The Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration finds Unisys and IBM should have done more to reach out to the IRS about the glitch. IRS is now seeking damages from Unisys for not meeting the terms of its enterprise storage services contract with the agency. The IRS names two new members of its Electronic Tax Administration Advisory Committee. The agency picks Lynette Riley, Georgia State Revenue Commissioner, along with Gene Sallow, a private sector tax professional and member of the IRS's Security Summit. The committee works to prevent identity theft and refund fraud and improve paperless tax filing. Representative Jim Langevin and former Congressman Patrick Murphy are picked to join the Cyberspace Solarium Commission. The commission is tasked with developing a unified strategic response to the numerous challenges cyberspace presents. The panel will be comprised of 14 people from the legislative and executive branches as well as the private sector. The commission was created by the 2019 Defense Authorization Act and hopes to find a way to deter future cyber attacks. And a second agency joins in on the IT Modernization Centers of Excellence initiative. The Department of Housing and Urban Development becomes the second agency to get help in upgrading its technology and financial management systems under the White House's marquee IT modernization effort. HUD and the General Services Administration will launch a discovery sprint as part of the Centers of Excellence, or COE, initiative. The sprint will help HUD develop a comprehensive assessment of its IT needs and challenges. Then HUD will determine how to upgrade its technology infrastructure and operating procedures. The Agriculture Department is the first agency testing out the COE concept. I'm Jason Miller. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.